Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a speaker, business coach, and published author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will share the tips, the tools, and the strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical ownership of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, self-love, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. I am on a mission to light the way for others to show that when we own our stories, we take back our personal power. This allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. It is the Monday Mindset episode where we are talking about the tips, the tools, and the strategies to help you shift your thinking when you have those wall kicking moments during the week. So, welcome. I hope you've had a great weekend. I am taking this episode to reflect on the Power of Success event from last Wednesday. And I'm still trying to put all of my thoughts together and what are my biggest takeaways because I am no, I, I am not new to the personal development, to the workshops, to the events, to the live events, the coaching, not new to it at all. It's been a big part of my life for probably the last decade and even more so over the last five, six years. So this event was the power of success. And yes, I attended, um, there was Tony Robbins. There was Rachel Hollis, John Gray, Molly Bloom. Oh, I'm going to miss some, um, Gary, John Bishop and some incredible speakers, incredible speakers. And I definitely wanted to see Tony again. I have seen him before, but I did want to see him because I, I think there's a lot of reasons, but I know that the energy that he brings in was something that I wanted to be part of. Now, I attended this event with a number of really good friends, and we had ridiculously good seats, and we had lots of room to move and jump around. So all of those things made a huge impact on how the day went. I know it did. Because I did talk to other people who were like, oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I mean, honestly, for me, I think the day was amazing. I absolutely loved it. And yes, did I get very little sleep and was an incredibly intense energy day? Yes. But it, it was just, for me, it was exactly what I needed to experience. So I think that if you are in a space where you are going to a live event and you are committing to one, you know, there's, yes, you can go by yourself. I've done that. Actually, I've done that a number of times as well. So wherever you do, like make sure you make the investment or the choice that works for you. I can say I have done general session to majority of events. This one I paid for an upgrade, but I mean, I bought my tickets back in February, but I paid for an upgrade because I wanted to be able to see more and to be closer. And I know that that made a tremendous difference in the impact and the energy of the day. So I just want you to make those, those calls for yourself when you are in the space of where am I going to go next? What do I want to do next? Because once you step into this world of personal development, there is just no shortage of things that you can go to. So I always say, pick things that resonate with you, that there's a purpose, there's an intention of why you're doing it and go in with those 
things in mind so that you have the best experience possible. So this for me was one of my favorite events. Like I said, I did get to go with some incredible women and that of course that, that definitely helped. I have so many takeaways that I'm not even sure where to start, but I'm going to start with this very simple one and I'm going to do my best to stick to it to, today for today's podcast. Tony Robbins mentioned something about where is your emotional home? And it took me a little bit to really kind of grasp what he was saying. And I've reflected on it for over the last two days of really thinking about this is where is my emotional home? An emotional home is where do you spend your time? Where do you naturally fall back to? Where do you spend your energy? Are you a worrier? Do you overthink? Do you analyze? Are you critical of yourself? Do you stress? Do you have anxiety? Um, what are those things? And no judgment, just really ask yourself, where do you go back to? And because when you can really understand what your emotional home is, you're going to understand how you continually go back to that space the second something goes wrong, or you go back to that space when you hit a little bit of a bump in the road, or you hit a stressor, or you hit a point where you're like, I don't know what to do. So I just go back to where I was. I just go back to my home. He gives the example and this again, not to make light of anything, but to give the example of, you know, when people build a, like they build a home in an area that is continuously flooded, hurricane prone, and their home is destroyed and they literally build the house in the exact same spot. And, you know, again, it's affected again and it's infected again. So we're thinking of it is in a structural sense, but I want you to think about it in an emotional sense is where do you go back to? Like, what are you familiar with? Where have you spent most of your life living and what energetic space does that look like? Because the law of familiarity will kick in and you will fall right back into that space. If you don't have some tools to build up your own reserves, if you don't have clarity on what you're going to do next and what do you typically do to sabotage yourself so that how can you predict it so that you can stop it in the future. You have to look for what has not worked in the past so that, you know what, maybe, yeah, I do. This is my emotional home, but I don't want to keep going back to that space. So how do I stop that? All right. Well, what triggers happen to take me back to there and how do I stop that from happening? So I hope that makes sense, but I found this incredibly powerful because I was like, oh, okay. For the longest time, I was the worrier. I was the worrier. I would stress, um, very, very, very driven person to a fault sometimes. And I'm a pusher of myself. I would push and push and push and push, push. That's what I go back to. And that's an easy thing for me to fall into. So, you know, you go to these events, you have these moments where you're setting goals, where you are in intention, you are listening, you're tuning in, you're like, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing. And then he said, let's think about what do you do to sabotage it? What do you do to sabotage? You might look at it and go, I don't do that on purpose. And you might not do it on purpose, I'm not saying that. But it's our self-sabotage. We go back to what we know. We are. It's the law of familiarity. We do it with everything in our life. We go back to what we know. We always, always do until we break that pattern. So when we are in a state of first, you have to acknowledge what is your emotional home? What is it that you go to? What space is that? And how long have you spent in that space? For some people, 
they've spent their entire lives stressing and worrying about everything that it's not even, that is exactly what they know. So if you've spent your whole life there, it's not going to change in an instant, but the start of change can happen in an instant when you recognize what you're doing. So you have to recognize that, okay, you go to this event, you come home, you're high in energy, you're ready to go, you're ready to crush it. And I guarantee you, when you set a big goal, I have done this so many times and I've attended these events where I'm like on top of the world. I come home and it's like literally kicked at my knees, like just knocked it at my knees. And I'm like, what the heck? And here's the thing. You can put this message out to the universe. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to create. This is how I'm going to make change my life, impact, follow a mission, create a mission. This is what I'm going to do. And then almost it's like the universe says, okay, that's awesome. If that's what you want to do, this is actually what you're called to do. And you're more than capable of doing it. But why let's, let's see what one little test does. What does one little test do? And how does that, how do you respond to it? And if you take that very first little test and you're like, oh crap, just forget it. This is just too much work. I'm just going to give up because it's just easier to go back to where I was. Then I challenge you in the way that I challenge my clients is that I say change is hard. Staying the same is hard. You always get to choose your heart. Always get to choose your heart. So if you say, this is just too hard, I'm just going to go back to where I was, that's a choice. You're making that choice. You're consciously making that choice. If you, if that choice does not take you closer to where you want to go, then it is up to you to pivot and say, no, let's just drop that. We're going to go back in this direction. And as you go in that direction, recognize that you are going to be challenged multiple times. So when you have those moments, instead of throwing your hands up, throwing the towel in and saying, screw it, I'm going back, recognize it for what it is. And it's like, okay, here's a test. So what can I do? What can I do? What step can I take next? What can I do differently? And get yourself thinking about the what, because that is where action is. And when we get into action, right? When we get into action is when a lot of things change. So as Tony said, I love this. We all have potential. Of course we do. We're all very capable of creating massive change in our life. We all are very capable human beings with skills and the ability to learn. So if we all have potential, then why does everybody not create change in their life? And it's because we don't get into action. We don't get into action because we tell ourselves we don't know what the next right step is. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Take one and do it. So we think that, okay, I don't know what the next right step is, or I don't know what the next perfect step is. So we've already convinced ourselves out of taking the next step. But if we can break that pattern and say, all right, I'm just going to try today. I'm going to do one thing. What is one thing that's going to take me closer? You're going to go into action. And when you get into action, you're going to create a result that will tell you that, yes, I want to do this or no, I don't. At least then you have feedback. And when you have feedback, it feeds you to tell you that, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? That feedback teaches you so much about yourself. It's the action and the feedback that will teach you more about yourself than any thought will ever do because there's no action in thought. 
once you have those results, it then feeds back into certainty and belief. You start building contrary evidence that, you know what, I, hey, I did do this one thing. I did this one thing. I got some results. I love the direction it took me in. Guess what? I'm going to do it again. And that certainty and belief feeds back into your potential. And then you take action again. And it's a cycle and it's a cycle. So that cycle is great if we just keep moving in that clockwise direction, but unfortunately we don't because life is really challenging and we go back to what we know. So we have to break the pattern. So when you get home from an event or from whatever it is, a coaching session, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to definitely do this. First off, acknowledge where you've gone back to what your emotional home is. Second, recognize what you do to self-sabotage yourself in those situations, because then you can plan, like actually create an action plan for when this happens, I will do this. And you know what this is? This is something different than what you've done before. I don't know what the perfect answer for this is for you. I'm still trying to figure it out for myself half the time. But what I do know is that do not do the same thing that you always do because when you do the same thing you've always done, you will continue to get what you've always gotten. And I don't think that's why you're listening to this show. And I don't think that's why you are saying with your hand up, I want to create change. So what you do is as soon as that little hurdle happens, the speed bump happens, the little door slams in your face, something goes wrong, then it's like, how would I normally handle this? Okay, so this time I'm actually not going to do that. I'm going to do the opposite and do the opposite. So in that overwhelmed state, in that state where you want to quit, when you want to quit, don't do it the way you've done it every other time. Do something completely different allow yourself to get some results, allow yourself to get feedback to build your own belief and certainty and allow yourself to change that pattern that has been happening because you can change what your emotional home is. You have to recognize it. You have to be aware of it. You got to know what your self-sabotage and your triggers are, and you can shift it with your next decision that will take you closer to or further away from where you want to go. So that landed so well for me. And I mean, there's a bazillion things I could go into, but I really wanted to hit home with that message because when you're interrupting a pattern, the first choice is always, what do I focus on? What do I focus on? Because what you focus on is what you see. If you focus on this keeps going wrong, this keeps messing up, this is not going well, then that's what you're going to see. You're going to see more mistakes. You're going to see more roadblocks. You're going to see more failure, quote unquote failure, because that's how we're judging it as ourselves. So what you focus on is what you see, but what you focus on is what you feel and what you are feeling is going to dictate what your next steps are as well. So if you're focusing on the things that are going wrong, you're going to focus on feelings of not enough, not worthy enough, not feeling like you're failing, feeling like you're not helping yourself. And that is all you are going to see. So not only have you fallen into self-sabotage and back patterns that you've done before, you've made one really big mistake. And I say you, I, we've all done it, is the fact that you have now put your energy, your most important resource. I honestly, the more I dive into this entrepreneurship, the more I realize that energy is it. Like energy is it. I'm telling you it is. The more you do this and you focus on things that are not serving you or moving your needle forward, you are putting your energy in that as well. 
And when you start spending your energy in areas that are taking you backwards and not moving you in the direction that you want to, you might as well seriously just put handcuffs or cement blocks on your hand on your feet and stand a quick sign because you are you are anchoring yourself to a story to a place that is not serving you you're going right back to your emotional home to the space that you know so well but you desperately don't want to be in anymore so it is yours to shift change and do but it requires that you change your focus is what it does it requires that you change your focus and that is so powerful because that's where your energy is going to go. So when you do that, you focus on the energy, you focus on the feeling, it will make a huge difference about where your mindset goes, where your energy goes. And that might be the smallest thing that you can change right now, but it will shift everything for you in your life. It will be the start of change. So when you do that, it makes a big difference about what you do next. So there's so much power in where your emotional home is. And I want you to realize that this is, you hear me say this all the time. If you are the one that is taking you back to the place of self-sabotage and is taking you back to that place that is not serving you, then you are also the one who can change it. So don't look at it as oh my gosh, I did it again and here I am and I can't be successful. No, take the awareness, realize what you're doing, realize what you're self-sabotaging and know that your decisions, what you focus on, what you're feeling, your energy are taking you in either direction. So when you fall backwards, recognize that, oh, there it is again. Not, oh my God, you screwed up again. No, it's there it is again. And now what can I do differently? So the what, the what, the what. You hear me say it a hundred times. The what is so incredibly powerful for that is your action. And that's what changes your results. So focus on what you can do differently to change that emotional home. And that will put your emphasis back on energy and on energy things that bring and lift you up to do more. So when I say the power of what you focus on and the energy that's there, I cannot stress how powerful and important that is. So if you are spending your time with people who are not lifting you, not you know, really saying and believe, pouring a belief in you and encouraging you, yes, you can take that next step. Yes, you can move forward. Yes, you can do those things or challenge you to grow. Those people are helping you to move that needle forward and that's what you want to do. So that feeds the energy, right? When you surround yourself with people that feed your energy, it lifts you up, you can do more. So it's so important that we follow that energy and what it's doing, but being super aware of where your emotional home is. So I love this because you know what? I came, I set some huge goals at this event and I got into some really deep mindset stuff and the, the, the meditation he did was beautiful, extremely powerful for me. I was in a really good open head space. I came and decided to play full out. I really did because I know where I want to take my business and myself in 2020. So I, I played full out, which is what I encourage you to do when you go to these things. So that is something that I decided to do. So I wanted to stay and recognize what do I do to self-sabotage? What do I do to shift that emotional home? And when you recognize you're going in that direction, like I said, just take one moment and go, no, let's go in the opposite direction. Let's do the opposite. 
When you do that, you are breaking patterns. When you are breaking patterns, you are literally going to change your life. I have no, I 100% believe this. You have to break the pattern that you've been doing that does not serve you. You have to break that pattern. So, you know, if you don't say, for example, and I using the example of food, but if you really struggle with certain foods and I do, I have certain foods that I just, I, I mean, yes, I can have little bits of them and it's fine, but there are some things that, you know what, in me, I definitely, it's easy for me to mindlessly eat. So I try to be conscious about when I am going to eat something that I be conscious. I actually put serving size. I enjoy it. I take the time to have it. So it doesn't become mindless. So we want to shift how we do that. And so that we are very conscious of those decisions that we are making. I love what he says, and I love this energy here and this mindset and focus. And to wrap this up, he says, the quality of your life is where you live emotionally, what your emotional home is. So I think this is true. I think it's actually really true. And as a person who has struggled for many years and going back to worrying, going back to, you know, trying to fix things, change things, manage things, all of these, these things in my life, in my personal life, I know where my emotional home is and I know how fast I can go into those spaces. I have to shift that and have to break that pattern. So of course, as soon as I came home from the event, lots of little things went wrong. I was challenged 10 times over. There's a part of me that was like, okay, maybe this is not meant to be, or maybe it just happens when I'm in that environment. No, that's not true. It's not true at all. If the ideas come to you, you are capable of bringing them to life. You just have to do the work. And that's, that's the thing. Don't quit on yourself. You know, don't quit on yourself in the first yard line and don't quit on yourself in the last yard line. Don't quit. Just keep moving forward. Become a super knowledgeable person about your own patterns. Like what do you do? Because you can break your own patterns. You can break them. And so the second that happens, you see yourself going, you're, break, you're going in that direction. What I want you to do is stop and go, nope, not this time. You're going to do the complete opposite. That is breaking the patterns. So when you break the patterns, you're going to learn new habits. You're going to shift your energy, your, your body. You're doing something completely different, which is awesome. And you're breaking that pattern, but you're now building some belief in yourself. You're building certainty in yourself, which is only going to continue to increase your potential, increase your um, action you take and increase your results, which is going to increase your belief and certainty in yourself. It's a beautiful cycle that you can control when you decide to break the pattern. And here's the other thing. Somebody had asked me, but what do you do when you have all these situations? You're surrounded by people who are not doing this. You're surrounded by people who don't get it. I listen, I get it. I totally get it. You have to build your own reserves up. You've got to become your best student. You have to know what works for you. You have to know when you are going to be the most successful. Who do you need to surround yourself around that is going to make that difference? How do you do this? That's what you have to do. And the more you do that, you become your best student, the more you are going to be able to break that pattern and build your reserves, build your reserves, get a better understanding of what boundaries you need to play, need to have in place, what energy serves you best, who do you need to surround yourself with, what direction are you going, how do you feed your energy, how do you, how do you have downtime, how do you become the best version of yourself because that's the person, that's the version that you need to be in order to create this life, follow these goals, chase these goals, and make them happen. You have to be, become that best person, that best version of yourself. And you can totally do that. 
when you break the patterns and you listen to the energy and you follow, follow, follow that gut feeling that's pulling you forward. So I hope that message lands. It is a little bit of a rant and that's just because that's just where my headspace was at. I hope it lands for you and I hope that you can are able to take it and go, okay, ask yourself, what is my emotional home? What do I go back to? Is that where I want to spend my time? How long have I spent there? All right. That's not what I want to do. So what do I want to do? What do I want to feel? What do I want to create? And then how do I typically self-sabotage myself? Like, what do I do? How do I break those patterns? How can I get into action? How can I create some results or contrary evidence so that I can create some results and build my own certainty and belief so that my emotional home changes? And as my emotional home changes, how I respond to what life gives me changes. It all changes. And that is how we keep moving forward on that direction. So focus, focus, focus on what you want to feel, not what you don't want to happen. Focus on what you want to feel. Focus on that energy and stay in that positive flow of energy because that's like going with the current. It's going to work with you and it will make a huge difference. I absolutely know it. And this was something that I needed to learn. I've learned this, but now we're getting into like, let's actually implement this. So I hope this message lands for you. I would love to hear your feedback and what your takeaways were and what your emotional home is and what you're changing to change that emotional home. And because I know you can, you absolutely can. When you break that down and when you do that and you take massive radical responsibility for your own choices in your life, you can ultimately change your life. And you know that I am here to tell you that you can, because I've done it. It is possible. It is possible. It's work. It is work. And it can be hard, but staying stuck is hard too. So we get to choose which hard we want. And I want you to choose the hard that is going to bring out the best version of you so that you can actually impact, serve, and support the people that you are meant to be with and impact on this journey. Because let's use your gifts. Let's get you doing what it is you're meant to do so that we can have the biggest, biggest impact as possible in this world. You can live into the potential that you're meant to and you totally deserve it. So on that note, have an incredible week. I'd love to hear how this message lands for you. Please feel free to share it on Instagram, on Facebook, reach out to me so that I know that I am covering the topics that serve you. And if this speaks to you, I would love it if you would go onto iTunes and give a heartfelt honest review so that I can, it helps me to continue to share the message and pass it on and reach others so that we can all make a difference because when we own our choices, we ultimately own our life. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.